Welcome to the Just Off Glen podcast with your host, Christy Alexander, where we talk to the movers, shakers, and change makers. Just Off Glen. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast. I'm excited to have the chance to sit down with one of WorkSmart's members today. Here at WorkSmart, we mostly work but we find plenty of time for conversation too. And I've had the privilege over the last two years of getting to know Wendy Waldron. Wendy is the founder of Waldron Works. She helps leaders of high-performing organizations invest in process improvement and talent development. Thank you for joining me for the podcast today, Wendy. Oh, thanks so much, Christy. I appreciate you having me. So nice to be sitting here on what started as a beautiful day in downtown Glens Falls. We are overlooking the beautiful city park, and that feels like quite the privilege. It's a little overcast now, but the sun isn't far for sure. So, um, Wendy, curious, especially since I know that you've got a background in... um, how to say it, drama, but I don't want people to get the wrong impression. (laughs) Theater? (laughs) Theater, yes, thank you. I try to avoid the drama part, but yes, (laughs) theater for sure. Oh, yes, that's a better way to put it. Absolutely, (laughs) theater. So considering that, if you were to perform in a circus, what would you do and why? I... Uh, you know, I, I think I'd have to be the ringleader. <laughs> I, I would. I'd have to be the ringleader. Um, but then I couldn't say that it wasn't my circus and not my monkeys, you know, like that. Right. Uh, <laughs> that, that kind of joke. Um, yeah. I like to help orchestrate how things happen. Um, I like to help us get to where we're going. I don't mind being on a stage in front of people. <laughs> um, and and then I would just get to sing all those great songs um, you know, from, uh, from the show, from, yeah. oh, and now I'm blanking on the name of that, um, goodness, Hugh Jackman. Right. Um, the Greatest Showman. The yes. Showman. Yes. The Greatest mm-hmm. Showman, right? Yeah. 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 Yes. I can see that for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're such a shining I love star. Hats. <laughs> I love hats. I'd wear a great top hat. <laughs> What fun. Oh, goodness. Tell me more about Waldron Works and how the idea for your business came about. Sure. Well, in 2018, I was at a crossroads and decided that I wanted to focus on only doing what I did best and what I loved to do. So on the foundation of 25 years of team building and leading um, departments and initiatives, primarily in higher education and in medical practice management, um, I took that experience and um, hung out a shingle, really. It was, at first, it was a Vistaprint business card that I put on my personal Facebook account and said, uh, hey, golly gee, I think I might want to dip my toe in and and take a chance and be an entrepreneur. And I loved it. Um, Right away, I was snatched up by someone who who knew me and needed some help in their their office. Um, I was as busy as I wanted to be um, and knew that I needed to find a set of tools that I would use routinely that had been proven by other people as well so that I wasn't 
Um, a consultant paid for my brilliance. That really wasn't the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I joke about being the ringleader, but really, I would rather you lead your own circus, and right. I'll just help. And teach us um, how. Right, right. I can coach a bit along the way. Um, so whether that is uh, a, a couple of classes that I've been fortunate enough to be asked to do up at the college, um, or primarily through my EOS uh, practice now, um, that's, that is now what I'm fortunate enough to do. I, um, I now help others who are leading their companies uh, to get what they want from their businesses. So um, you refer to the uh, EOS system, which is the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And so is it safe to say that that um, program was the credibility um, that you were looking for? To It provided you with the credibility that you felt would help you get exposure and um, demonstrate that you are capable? Well, I hadn't thought about it that way. Um, what I think it does is that I, um, you know, it will be 10 or 20 years before I have a bevy of hundreds of clients that right. I could could have proven something on and use them as sure. guinea pigs, right? Um, so rather than doing that, um, EOS has been around for about 15 years now. More than 10,000 companies are running on the system using an implementer like myself, a professional or certified implementer, and many thousands more are using the free tools that are just available. Um, what it does do is it is it's the best I could bring my clients, mm-hmm. and I'm part of a community of more than 400 implementers, global community. I truly mean that. You know, many, many... Um, Many companies or brands, I suppose, say that, but it, it is um, it's what's happening. Um, and, and I can rely on them um, to help and, and bring in their advice and their connections to assist my clients and their growth. Um, so, yes, I, I think that it is true um, that it is so much bigger than any one of us, mm-hmm. and it can be helpful and and relied upon for growth and for stability and to elevate uh, your thinking and your business. Okay, so less than about um, providing that credibility and really more about investing in what's the best for your clients. That's exciting. Yeah. I truly believe in professional development. So it wasn't enough that I had done the work for a quarter of a century. I wanted to know exactly how to teach it to other people so that they could thrive as well. Yeah, we're both professional development geeks for sure. (laughs) Yeah, you know, a continuous learning all the time, all the time, especially our world is moving so quickly. Right. So quickly. There is, you could just never know all that you'd like to be able to know and learn and do. Um, and particularly as someone who was brought in as an expert, I wanted to have a set of tools in which I was expert um, in delivering. And so that's what I do. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Describe your ideal client. Sure. The ideal client um, geographically could be anywhere. Mine have tended to be here in my backyard so far. Um, but we can work remotely as we have in right. some cases over the past year. Um, is they are um, psychographically, they're ready to change. Okay. They've been feeling a little stuck. Their business maybe is plateaued or they are ready simply to grow and expand in a way that they hadn't been before. Something has shifted and now they, they're ready. 
they're ready to go. They're more interested in growth than they are fearful of change, and, okay. and they're ready to go. Okay. Um, in numbers-wise, I'm looking for uh, the, the ideal client for me probably has at least eight or ten employees, okay. up to maybe 250, Okay. Um, and at least a min- million in annual sales. Uh, so that's the size, not the smallest of companies and not the solopreneurs, but essentially everyone that we see driving around with trucks and there are multiple crews, um, that can be a, a lot. Um, if there is a big building involved and it's, you know, if it's more than just a two or three person operation, mm-hmm. um, then you've gotten to a level of complexity that can be challenging. Right. You've gotten to a place where it's maybe not as much fun as it used to be. Or you realize you were actually more profitable when you were smaller. Mm. If that's the case, well, gosh, if you've got a successful business, but you are actually, you know, then, then let's talk about that. Let's figure out how we do that better um, and how to grow uh, both your margin uh, and your market and uh, in your life. You know, let's, let's get you home for dinner. So uh, describe the process a little bit to me because I, so I'm familiar, you and I have talked enough about what it is that you're doing and we've, we've celebrated and got excited about some of what you've been able to do, but what, what does the actual process look like? Cause you have one-on-one meetings and group meetings. And so, so how does that all work? Sure. So what, what you've seen me do and have been so helpful in doing is that I've been growing Waldron works as a whole. And there are a few different things that I do with Waldron works. I do some individual coaching, Um, I do some classes um, and some project work. Those things um, were happening before EOS and kind of continue on the, you know, on the side. Um, For EOS implementation itself, for a pure EOS implementation, that is primarily full day sessions, workshops, with with an entire leadership team at a time. So it's a, a single company. And it's a bit of a retreat and a workshop. It is not a seminar. I don't just talk at people. Mm-hmm. But rather, I present a, a different context, a different way of seeing something about your business. And then that leadership team has a full discussion, open and honest, puts it on the table about the structure of the company, about where they're going, what the vision is. We work to clarify the vision that you have for your company. Um, and then share that with everyone within the organization. We then also work on accountability and discipline, really building those muscles so mm-hmm. that you can get traction. Right. Um, and, and so it is um, on that way to, to building a healthy leadership team. It's the leadership team that I focus on, and okay. I work with them a full day at a time, um, once a quarter. Okay. Okay. So... Then if somebody is um, in need of maybe a little bit of guidance, you, you're still doing that too yes. on the side a little bit. So great. I, I just wanted to clarify that in case we do have some listeners in our audience that their ears are perking up about what you're sharing with us and think, you know, it's just me or it's just me and a couple of others. Mm-hmm. There is that opportunity for business coaching and uh, maybe yeah. just helping them get a little bit on track and uh, 
Getting them on the same page and really clarifying. Uh, this is, has been, um, there have been a few times when I've been asked to step in and facilitate the conversation. Okay. To ask the right questions. Right. And to right. really put it out on the table and put it on the whiteboard. I love your whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> we are all such fans of the we whiteboard. Are, it is. You know, you see it in black and white and you say, oh, yeah. is that really what I want to go it do? It makes a difference. Is that what I'm committing to doing? Um, and how are we going to get that done? So let's, let's really lay it out, right? Let's have these conversations. Let's right. make those hard decisions ahead of time so that you can just you know, grease the wheels and, mm -hmm. and go like a rocket when you're ready to go. But you've invested that, that conversation. You've invested that decision-making. You really invested that, that thought um, and not just gotten caught up in the doing of it and the working in your business or in the excitement of wouldn't it be great if we did this thing. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about it. Is right. it great or not great? Yeah. Yeah. Man, there's really something about something special about being able to share with somebody exactly, maybe not exactly, but in, you know, what's on your mind, what you're thinking, what goals you want to accomplish, and then having that individual be able to take the ball really not take the ball and run with it. You're helping them take the ball and run yes. with it. Reflecting it, it back. Yeah. Reflecting yeah. and asking and sharing those with questions. The team. Sure. Um, aligning everything and, and thinking about that ahead of time. So if we're building a, say, a, a three-year picture together, we want to make sure that sales isn't going to be overselling what you can produce, mm -hmm. um, that you're not marketing something that you are no longer planning to do. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and we joke about that a little bit, but we've all been part of teams and we understand that it's hard. It, it is it not, is, yeah. you can be a wonderfully passionate, trained, skillful professional and then as a team, that team has to build itself together. Even if it's just two people, um, has to build itself into uh, a group that is going to understand how to get things done together mm -hmm. um, and how to like each other even at the end of the day. Right. How to like the work that you're right. doing so that it doesn't feel so much like work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's so great to be able to bring in a neutral third party for sure. Um, I love that you were self-aware enough to know exactly what it is that you're doing in your career that you love prior to starting Waldron Works. And then you were able to say, I want to do more of that. Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic. And as an entrepreneur, we have the privilege to be able to do that. We still kind of have to do some of what we don't love <laughs> every day mm -hmm. until we're successful enough to mm -hmm. be able to hire somebody to help us with that. But in the meantime, we're wearing a lot of the hats, but what tricks have you discovered along the way that help keep you focused and productive during your day as an entrepreneur? One thing I, I have to say is coming to work smart. Um, it, it just is different it when is. It, it's a diff, it is different to be at your office than when you are not at your office. Mm -hmm. uh, so having an office has been very helpful to me. Other tricks. Um, so this one, this one, <laughs> this one I heard from some meme somewhere and it was Ashton Kircher of all people. Okay. And We're now taking advice from I Ashton know, right? <laughs> and, and I'm telling people that that's already, but I thought this was a riot and I, I love the focus of this. Send your emails before you reply to everybody else's. 
Oh, imagine doing yeah. my work first. Right. I thought, wow, that's really interesting. Right. I like that. Simple. Yeah. Just do right and do that. There's there's probably two or three things that are on my mind when I sit down. Like, oh, I can't remember to get back to that person, mm-hmm. or today's the day to make that phone call. Mm-hmm. And things that I know. And yes, there are systems in place, and we have our work list, and we have our paper list. We we have the systems. Mm-hmm. But the things that are on your mind, go do those before you reply to everybody else's. So, uh, yes, your business coach is now quoting Ashton. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take it. We'll take it. So let's see. Let's let's come up with some other things. How about um, one of the things that that we uh, teach and support in EOS is a scorecard. The scorecard concept does not count your results Instead, it counts your efforts. Oh. So every week, right, what is important to you? And of course, we decide as a a team what you need to get done. We decide as a company. You decide as a department. But you can use this concept even for yourself. What makes for a great week? Really, what makes that? What's the thing that on a Friday afternoon, if you're, you know, if you're done or whatever time your your week ends, say it's Saturday evening, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. when you look back on that week, what makes for a great week? Now, it might be things like sales that you made or something something that you would expect. It might also be that you learned something. It might be that you had uninterrupted time to get something done. It might be that you finished something. So what are the things that are important to you? You know, as, as we measure it, if you want to lose the, the pandemic pounds, it's not really about measuring your weight loss. It's about measuring your compliance with your eating plan, right. with your exercise, exercise plan, with yep. your water. You know, yep. what are you actively doing? Uh, so I suggest that we measure our activities and establish a goal. I love uh, that. Yeah, little things. I love that. That's there. So for me, I'll, <laughs> I'll go. Yes. <laughs> the it's so funny because we've gotten to the end of um, mostly day like days. I don't I don't generally look at the whole week as a, as a whole and say that was a great week, but day by day, just showing that gratitude. And it's funny because generally, what I remark on are those things that did not make any money during the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and I've I've stopped a couple of times and asked myself about that, but really those things in the day that was I able to connect a couple of people or um you know did so and so share a win with me and and about that thing that they've really been working mm-hmm. hard on and who moved the needle toward reaching their goal just a little bit more and re- it's for me I think it's all about that human connection in the day mm-hmm. if if I've been able to connect and have really rich conversations then I've considered it to be a great day and when we talk about a leadership team I say if you were on an island and you needed to know what was happening in your business. You wouldn't wait for the end of the month. You wouldn't really care so much about the P&Ls. It's really not that. You need to know what's happening today. What was the utilization rate like? What, so it, for example, here at WorkSmart, how full were the desks? Mm-hmm. Um, how much time was used of the space that you had? If you're running a hotel, if you're looking at something like a, well, like an OR, what about safety numbers? Want to make sure nobody was hurt? 
um, quality numbers, money in the bank, yes, sales, maybe accounts receivable, maybe how many days cash on hand, those types of numbers. Maybe it's the number of sales calls that were made. Whatever it is that your business is about, what do you need to know that happened this week? What should be happening? So that's one of the columns on the scorecard would be what's the goal? So that it's not just that you're counting what's happening, but you want to know and line up if you intend to make 20 sales in the week of whatever your widget is, then 20 sales means basically one, you know, each of the five days, if you're open five days a week. So you should make five sales a week. And if you make five sales a week, then you will have enough sales volume to meet your revenue targets and you'll need this many people to do it, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But it's so that, so that you're lined up um, and, uh, and there's that alignment across the, the functional areas on your team. If you're a really small business, it might be that you're covering all of those functional areas, mm-hmm. but you still need to think about how this is really going to go. Um, if you are not very, very small, that's where it becomes important for your leaders to work together as a team, as a leadership team, not just be running a fantastic sales department or a wonderful um, you know, financial area of your business or that ops is doing great, um, but rather that they know how to work together and their efforts and therefore the efforts of their teams are all aligned and moving in the same direction. For WorkSmart and the members here, it's it's really all about the human connection. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if there's any point in the day where I can encourage that human connection and, and help connect people and have really rich conversations with individuals and help to celebrate their wins, then we're moving the needle forward because we're building yes. that community and we're knitting that community together. So, and, and because it matters, because we learn from each other from those rich conversations, that's why we're here. Right. Because right. we pass business, because we simply are, are interconnected human animals, you right. know, and, and we, we see the world in a different way when we right. have a conversation with someone else and our lives are richer. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is amazing. Um, so what is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Is it the freedom that you get to do what you love? Is it, you know, the ability to find your own balance within your, your home life and your professional life? It's my favorite thing. All of it. There is, um, there's a freedom. There's a personal freedom. That's really fantastic. Mm -hmm. That I didn't know I was missing. I, I, I didn't know it was there to be had and I love it. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what it is for me. Yeah. I can appreciate that myself. Although being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> oh goodness, no, no, no. There's there's just a sense of, um, for me, it's it's super clear. I'm either useful or I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm paid or I'm not. Right. Done. Right. I, I'm not hustling for my worth to find out what might happen in a boardroom somewhere far from me, and six months from now, there's some other decision, and 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 it 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 is connected. So I am working directly with people who um, I, I, I give a 100% guarantee, I want you to be a raving fan of the work that we're doing. You either love what we're doing or I'm not paid by you. I don't want to right. accept your money. Right. Um, so I immediately know, it, it's almost like when I used to wait tables. 
um, there's an immediate sense, you know, of course it's happening at a different level and there's a, a different, um, I hope a little more going into it than whether or not I served a hot cup of right. coffee. Um, <laughs> but that also is, it's a, it's hard work and you know right away if you've done it well or mm-hmm. not. Um, so when I'm working with clients, it's one-on-one or a small group and it's really clear if we've connected, if they are learning and enjoying and growing from that interaction, if their company grows and you can see it in the numbers, mm-hmm. we're doing something right. Right. And, it, and it's immediate. It's great. So on past podcasts, I've talked a little with some of our guests about the fear that the, the fear of failure. And eventually mm-hmm. I just got to the point where I realized that even failure it means that I've learned something. You know, we started Work Smart um, at 3 Warren Street. It was, you know, certainly the MVP. We threw it out there. How is Glens Falls and surrounding community going to accept this? And there was a lot of fear involved in that. And eventually I just said, you know what? If they don't accept it, they don't accept it. We've tried. I've worked really hard. And um, fortunately, I didn't have to throw in the towel and accept the lack of acceptance. But what is your greatest fear as an entrepreneur? Hmm. My greatest fear. I'm going for the jugular. (laughs) Um, Let's see. My greatest fear. I can tell you that it is not what I thought it would be. So I... I, you know, I was raised here in Queensbury, and my family, were, my parents were very hardworking. Um, always worked for someone else, worked for local business owners here, and I thought it was really important to have a job that had security. Um, I worked for large organizations, um, both of the the largest healthcare organizations here in town, and a larger one before that. And I did that very intentionally. I would say proudly that I, I proudly went to the biggest company I could find um, so that I would have the biggest ladder and I could make the biggest impact mm-hmm. and I would have the biggest community of people that I was working within. And in 2018, uh, I was downsized out of a job. It was a restructuring. Mm-hmm. And so I learned, again, that there was not the security there right. that I thought there was. What that means, though, the flip side of that is that if there, if I presumed that there was safety and security in working for a large employer and risk in being an entrepreneur, if there's not safety and security from that large employer, mm-hmm. well, it would follow that there's not the risk that I thought there was Good in point. being an entrepreneur. It's Absolutely. a matter of logic. It sure is. So there was something that clicked for me that just went, well, then heck, right? I mean, if I could be hitting my pink slip in exactly 10 seconds flat, no matter where any of us are, then why can't I just give it a shot? Right. Right? Yeah. I love that logic. And so that's kind of what I stick with. On those days where I am nibbling at my fingertips and thinking, oh, wow, this is a, this is a big conversation I'm about to have or, you know, and and as, as a business grows, there are ups and downs and they feel really up and really down and they're, they're really personal when it's just you. Um, I try to keep that in mind and try to just simply think, well, listen, it's just your life and you, you get this day once. Yeah. Just once. Yeah. I'm reading Untamed. Um, some have read it already. Glennon Doyle. She's amazing. 
And she has this phrase that it's your one wild and precious life. Mm. And what are you doing with it? Right. Good. Mm. That's definitely something to think about. One wild and precious life. So when I'm fearful or when I think, you know, nervous, it's my one wild and precious day. I might as well make this Tuesday pretty fantastic. (laughs) So let's go. Let's build something. Let's do it. Let's take a chance and, and learn and grow. Uh, that's what I'm all about. I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> what, so what would you say to someone that's considering entrepreneurship, considering launching out on their own? What advice would you have for them? I personally, I, I would say um, really get real about what you're talking about mm-hmm. because there's a really big difference between a dream that sounds like a great idea from your couch right. and a business. Um, I don't know that you need a super detailed plan. I do think that there are some significant questions that you should answer for yourself. Absolutely. Um, significant questions and, and planning that should happen. You should be somewhat educated about what you're getting into, mm-hmm. even if you are just taking a leap. If you are a, a seasoned entrepreneur, I would say, wow, we're in the biggest disruption that has happened in our right. lifetimes, and I hope it is the biggest one. Um, right. Let's go take advantage of this and run and build and create and solve problems and get things done. This yeah. is a great, great time to do that. It's a fantastic time to be in front of people as yeah. an entrepreneur, whether it's for funding or um, you know, testing your product because there, there has been so much disruption. One of the things I would love to do here as a uh, community of WorkSmart members is have individuals come in who are considering launching businesses, whether it be for a product or for a service, and try it out on us and be able to give those people some honest feedback. So if you've got a food product, Let's taste it. Let's mm. let's find out. Are you on to something? Is this just like everything else on the market? What's different about it? And to be able to give people some real, honest feedback that they can take back and make changes with, or you know, decide on something totally different, or you know, change their product or their service a little bit, but just. I think it's so beneficial for entrepreneurs to be to be asked those really hard questions for mm-hmm. somebody to make them think somebody outside of their friend or family circle that they can just ask the honest question and uh, help them pause and consider it is important so we we are increasingly insulated uh, isolated maybe we we have smaller and smaller circles. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is available to us, but most of us, you know, essentially, if, if who is you know, the person that's telling you that you've got a great idea is your mom, right. <laughs> she's doing her job. Right. <laughs> Go, mom. <laughs> right. I just, oh, I picture my kids and yeah, it's, it's really hard to be honest when it's your children and to say, honestly, I, I I really don't question whether my kids would <laughs> have a tough time saying, no, nope, my mom would tell me. I would tell them. They know I would tell them. And what, what are you, crazy? <laughs> and how are you going to do that? And why are you going to do that? 
yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much there with the hard questions, but they know it's because I love them. But, you know, <laughs> one thing we have in common, though, is that is that we both have daughters. Mm-hmm. And I know, boy, since the beginning, also with my, my sons, but I think more so with my daughter, just be very, I'm very intentional about the examples that I want to set and the legacy that I want to leave for her. And I know you well enough to know that, that you're the same with your daughter. And what, in what ways are you intentional about, about leaving intentional about, and not intentional, Mm -hmm. (laughs) intentional about leaving a a legacy for Ruby? I, I give it a lot of thought. Um, I, I give it a lot of thought and work really hard, um, to, to be connected, um, with her and to be increasingly actually to be connected with myself, Mm -hmm. um, because I don't think we do that often enough. Uh, and I think that is one of the best things that I can be for her is to role model being a happy person. Yes. To yeah. role model being, um, yes, an independent businesswoman, mm-hmm. and yes, a concerned mom, um, and a good daughter and daughter-in-law and wife and sister and all the roles that we play. But I want her to know that it's okay for her to take care of herself mm-hmm. uh, and to look out for herself and that she should do that. Yeah. And that that's not, that being selfish is not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, that it's, it is, um, it's important to do. Uh, so lately that has been something that I've really been trying to reinforce with her um, by partly by letting and, and insisting that she do more of herself and, and around the house as she's mm-hmm. growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and partly by making myself not available to her sometimes, right. which is odd and not something I did for the first seven and a half years of her life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but over the past few months, I've gotten a little better at that. I have to admit that uh, I've done much of the same and really just wanting my daughter to figure it out. Go figure it out. Go yeah. figure it out. And I started at a young age, and I noticed that as she's transitioned to um, being a college freshman, <laughs> she's she now I have to say that through, you know, when she was in high school and it would come time to pick courses for the following year, she would go and pick them and come home and say, oh, I'm, this is, I'm taking these classes next year. And I would think, oh, you made all those decisions. Okay. <laughs> all I was by like, yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is what you've been preparing her for. Yeah. And, and she did that um, as a junior and, uh, or as a, as a sophomore and went into the IB classes as a junior and a senior. And, you know, I, I watched her grow and, um, just developed through her junior and her senior year in those classes because they ask a lot of the students and and then off you know off to college we hired a um a college consultant Maria Nacy and Allison worked with her and it was fantastic because it took a lot of the drudgery out of Mm. you know you've got to do this Allison you've got to do that and not that I would have even had to do that with her, but I, I really, knowing that it was her last few months home or last year home, didn't want to have 
so much time butting heads as much as I just wanted us to be able to enjoy each other's company and enjoy that process, go mm. and visit the colleges. and Wise. And uh, I'm getting to the point of my story here is that as she left for school, boy, did I miss her. And every once in a while, she would shoot me a text or call me about something that I knew she was completely capable of handling. <laughs> but <laughs> there was this part of me, this mom inside of me that just kind of bubbled up like, "Cause she needs me. Let me help her. <laughs> Let me help you. Yes, I'm going to yeah. drop everything and give you my attention because I miss you so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it didn't take her long to just be completely independent. And then I I didn't hear from her as much, but I'm really looking forward to, to picking her up soon. But it's oh. it's funny how we train our children to be, now my boys, they were, that's it, graduated out on their own, that's it. And uh, it was like, oh, okay, I'll give them room and... You know, they're they're they come back and visit, and I, I can remember my son <laughs> wanting to take me for a ride. I'll come by and take you for a ride. I said, "What? What am I? Eighty-five? <laughs> take you out on a Sunday drive?" <laughs> <laughs> That's how it fell. And I said, "Okay, this is what he wants to do, and he's. I need to let this happen mm -hmm. and, and enjoy that." But I just think it's important to be intentional about, um, you know, what we're modeling for our children. And I, I consider it a privilege that uh, we're able to do that for them as we grow and develop our own companies and just to have them see us and mm -hmm. watch us and, and uh, hopefully learn from us. She asked if, um, you know, when she would be old enough to work at Waldron Works. Oh, and I said, uh, well, kiddo, okay. pull up a seat, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Never That's too soon. It's a family business. Let's get going. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, as Allison returns home this summer, that's uh, that's something we're looking forward to. Is uh, She's real excited about our build-out. And... Mm. Uh, you We're know, all really excited yeah. about this <laughs> those windows. <laughs> I'm uh, definitely in the boat of come on already, let's get this done. But patience. But mm -hmm. she uh, she um, she explored a few options, and I kind of said in the background, keep this in mind. I'd love to have you work for me. I'd love to put you on staff. And oh no, I'm not I'm not working for my mother. I'm just mm -hmm. not doing that. And. Uh, you know, I said, well, okay, just, you know, do it here. Help me with this. Help me with that. She's like, I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. Yeah. You know, and now uh, she's looking to come on full time this summer. So I'm really excited about that. Really excited about having her here and and uh, finding out what we can accomplish when we put our, our time and our talents together. So. And, and that's a big we. I know we, we've talked yeah. casually about how many of the WorkSmart members, our businesses are growing, yeah. and we could use a little help. Maybe yeah. not a full-time help, maybe not even half-time. Right. But routinely, someone to count on to just take care of things for you, to just yeah. do a few of the things that you'd love to fill in around the sides, but, but we're tired at night. Yes. You know? <laughs> there yeah. just has to be an end to the day. Yeah. Um, and so I, I am excited about her being back. She's entirely capable and it's it's wonderful yes. to have that sort of ecosystem ready to support a virtual assistant. Yes. Um, who is is also really physically here. Right. Um, that's a nice combination. It does it does make a difference having them here. Mm -hmm. And you know, I've put out a call to 
assistants, virtual assistants, uh, come and join us and be a member here and watch your business grow because there are so many of us that are ready to offload different tasks that not necessarily that we dislike, but that we just don't have time to get to. What would you offload first? Mm. There's a bunch of, I think of it as tech related stuff and Mm. it's time. Yeah. Um, it is, it's simple. It, it, most of the things that I, it, it, you know, I guess it's really, um, having an admin, right? Just having an, an admin mm-hmm. to do things like, um, like reserving rooms or like when I'm traveling and meeting with people, um, to take care of getting my meeting space arranged and just mm-hmm. to kind of take care of that, um, to, coordinate some of my list that sh- you know that could be a little tighter mm-hmm. um, I-, I wanted to mention though about this that it's do it sooner rather than later we're, yeah. we're all at our best when we're working in our strengths right um, I agree. and we you know there's this there's this thought that we're supposed to be well-rounded and just work harder gosh darn it mm-hmm. uh, when really I don't, I don't know you know I, I don't think so I think we can trade um, I think that we can uh, recognize how much faster we can grow right. when we're doing what we're best at. And uh, how much you know? more enjoyable the growth is, Yes, too. You know, I knew going into creating this podcast, I, I can't figure out the technology. I mean, I can Right, I can. You can. We, we can we, do this. We can. But you have but a member who could do it. I, yes, and I have a member that I can hire, and mm-hmm. you know, it works for them. It's it's their area of expertise, and it's something that he enjoys doing. And then I can do what I enjoy doing. Yeah. I can talk to people, and I can call people, and you know, schedule those interviews, tell them what we're doing and, and then sit down and, and share stories and, and highlight what, what's going on in our community. So I, I think you're right. I do think that there are some things that I waited too long to offload and, uh, it definitely takes away from the joy in the journey. So I would, I would second that to go ahead and the joy in the journey. Yeah, there really is, um, there's a trap to living in the age of information. Yeah. Uh, because I can look it up on YouTube does right. not mean I can do it well. Right. <laughs> right. It just doesn't. And it doesn't mean you have to do it either. No, so we, we have strengths. We have things that we're just naturally more inclined right. to be doing. Right. Um, and you've probably found them by now. And so, don't, you know, it, it's always wonderful to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just get so much further. And I love that phrase that you use, the joy in the journey. Yeah. Um, hold on to that. And, and I think, to that. you know, like you had mentioned with, we've got a member here who can do that. And there are so many ways that we can support other businesses mm-hmm. by saying, you know what, I'm not great at this and, and hiring different individuals. And, and I see members do that all the time, whether it be collaborating with each other or reaching out into our business community here in Glens Falls and, that's another one of the things that uh, one of the reasons that we created Work Smart is not just to help our members be successful, but to help the entire community be successful. By the way, we love that you come from Warrensburg, Chestertown, Chestertown to yeah. come down here and work in Glens Falls and spend your days with us. Where did you order out lunch today? 
I picked something up on the way in. I did. I often do. It's sort of the the treat. Yes. Um, and I see it as a trade off. I could spend another few minutes at home prepping. I could spend time, you know, doing what I would do if I were home, or I can trade that time, see some more people when I'm out, mm-hmm. stop in its spot, go see the Juice and Girls, right? Do, yes. Do the fun <laughs> things. Um, stop into my favorite shops. I certainly do that. Um, it's part of it's part of the community idea, and it's part of not just community in a soft, sort of squishy way, but when we talk about the economy, we're talking about spending money, creating right. value, and I create more value doing what I do best than I do in making myself a sandwich. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do more of doing what I do best, and then order lunch. Uh, yeah. It just makes sense to do that when we can and when we're building on our strengths. It, uh, it's such yeah. a delight. We have so much fun being able to uh, run out and grab lunches together, grab coffees together, and, and bring each other coffees. You are Yay. so sweet. You brought me that honey, oat milk, maple. Maple. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was so good, that latte. So a shout out to Jessica Botello about that one. She introduced me to that over here at Spot Coffee, and it is my new favorite treat. I was just going to say it we is. have a new favorite addiction. <laughs> is that, that's something I never would have tried, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I took that right down. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Good. New favorite treat, but mm-hmm. lots of fun. Well, Wendy, I, I really enjoyed being able to sit down with you today. Thank you so much for joining us here. Of course. Is there anything you. that you'd like to share with our listeners before we sign off? Just to make the most of this day, make the mm-hmm. most of your business. Um, and, uh, and it's tulip time. I'll just shout that out, right? The windows here, I, I, what a gorgeous view. Just a gorgeous view to work downtown rather than stuck in a basement office someplace at your house. Right. Um, I, I just love it. Um, and I, I wish you and us all the best in this big renovation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your support. It means more than I'll ever be able to express. Oh. Thanks so much for being a member here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us just off Glen today. We know that there are many ways you can spend your time, and we're grateful that you chose to spend it with us today. We're always on the lookout for people in our region to highlight on this podcast, so if you know someone, would you take a minute to connect with us and let us know about them? You can reach us at justoffglen at gmail.com or connect with us through WorkSmart on our Instagram or Facebook at WorkSmartGF. Thanks, friends. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. This podcast was recorded at WorkSmart Coworking and Meeting Space in downtown Glens Falls and produced by Black Mountain Visuals. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Join us again next time. We'll meet just off Glen.